thank you so much for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to get more done this week? Finish strong. Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook page. So, oh my goodness, it is a new month, right? We are halfway through 2023, if you can believe it. I cannot. Um, I'm recording this the end of June to be published right around the 4th of July. So I hope that you're enjoying your holiday week. This summer, I am shifting how I work with and support my clients and community. The goal is to focus more fully on virtual organizational coaching, virtual organizing and presentations, while still offering some in-person organizing as well. My weekly communications won't look very different yet, but stay tuned for updates and new opportunities. I am creating new presentations focused on productivity and personal and professional development, and I will be hosting some of those presentations virtually myself. I also hope to open more productivity sessions like my finish line Friday. So again, stay tuned. Last week, I asked my Facebook community to help me out, and they absolutely delivered. I have been considering what to call my weekly blog slash podcast slash newsletter topic and social media postings. I needed a single name for the theme to help me to be clear in my communications and also in my own brain. So thanks to the Facebook folks who helped me out last week. I appreciate the feedback. And I landed on focus. That is the name now. So let me explain. I use many tools to communicate with you, my community. The biggest challenge is that the timing for each tool is different. For example, consider that this week's focus on questions around taking care of tasks this summer to help us this fall. I mapped that out, um, my content topics, a few weeks or even months in advance. So sometimes I'm writing a new article, which I write a week or two ahead of publication. I wrote the content for last week's focus two weeks ago, recorded some quick videos last week, recorded the podcast for this focus last Wednesday, and then it all came out today. In addition, I write my newsletter over the weekend to be published on Tuesdays, but it could be for this week's topic or next week's topic. Anyway, so the point is, I think you can see why I get confused. So I needed to have one kind of umbrella term for all things that happen around those different, those focus, focuses, focus, foc. Maybe I don't like this word. Focus eye. Focus eye, foc eye. Thank you, Chris, my producer. Hmm. Okay, I found a flaw, but I still like the word, so we're, we'll, we'll work with that. So anyway, let's find this week's focus. And this week we're going to focus on hiking. <laughs> yeah. Stick with me here. I promise there will be a point and it does have to do with productivity. So in keeping with my most recent themes, I wanted to share another article about planning and packing ahead. 
So first, I want to talk about a place to put my hiking gear, an article that I originally published in 2019, and then a little more specifically on hiking, uh, one of my favorite articles that I can't wait to add uh, to share with you. So being prepared, being ready, means being ready for anything that life throws your way, right? The good in addition to the emergencies. So I'm going to recap my A Place to Put My Hiking Gear article before I finish. So I just want to start and end with these tips for preparing for the good stuff. So the first thing is to recognize what's important to you. Then we want to proactively clear obstacles that stand in the way of being able to do what is important to you. We want to dedicate resources to what is important to you. And then we want to maintain our prepared or ready for the good stuff status with regular attention. So my case in point for the day is my hiking backpack. Did you know I love to hike? Nature nurtures and delights me. From big vacations to stolen moments as I travel through my day to day, I find reasons to stop and be out in nature. I like to be prepared so I have a small pile of hiking stuff I take with me when I hike and I keep it at the ready in a small pouch. So what is my hiking stuff? I'll put that in quotation marks. Uh, Bug spray, signal whistle, compass, small portable first aid kit, hat, bandanas for keeping the mosquitoes out of my ears because I hate that, um, etc. And I would toss that small pouch, a water bottle, and a protein bar in my big backpack when I was going for a hike. Or I would do that if I wasn't already using the big backpack for something else, like when we were already traveling and the big backpack was my luggage. Or sometimes that big backpack was just, well, too big for a day hike. And if you hike, you know you want to travel light. So again, you know, where would I keep that pouch of hiking stuff between hikes? So I decided that to truly honor my love of hiking, I needed to dedicate some resources to making my hiking hobby work better for me. Life is never about the stuff, but I can still be really happy with a new purchase that makes my life better. So the new hiking pack, uh, it's from a company named Kavu, the Paxton Pack. It's not big, but it's just right. So the new hiking pack solved the challenges I had with my hiking stuff before now. Most importantly, I find the already packed hiking backpack motivating and it makes me happy. So win-win. When there is absolutely no obstacle to an early morning hike other than filling my reusable water bottle and heading out the door, I am much more likely to actually head out that door. So I really don't consider myself an athlete, but knowing that I'm prepared to hit the trails makes me feel like an athlete in this game called life. And I find that motivating as well. So to recap, to be prepared for the good in life, recognize what's important to you, be proactive about clearing obstacles that stand in the way of those important things, and then dedicate resources to those important things as well. Okay, so that is a very hands-on hiking uh, tip and idea, um, but also for life. And now I actually want to zoom out and give you some hiking wisdom I've learned that also apply to life. So I, like I said, I mentioned I love to hike. And um, I wrote this article after a transformative trip in 2020 when I did a lot of hiking in the mountains. And I live in Illinois now, and there's not a lot of mountains here. So it always makes me happy. So Lesson number one from hiking and from life is that many small steps often work better than few 
larger steps, especially for short people like me. So on this hike, this particular mountain hike, my guide's name was Kevin, and my hiking guide was much taller than me, most people are, but he still took the trail in small steps. And so when you're climbing a mountain with somebody, you have time to talk to them. So we were discussing that. And we discussed that smaller steps help control our exertion. They keep our muscles from overstretching, and they allow for more certain foot placement. My habit is to take long strides. That works on flat Illinois and Michigan paths, but not so well on rocky and uneven steep climbs. Expect to change your stride and you will go far. Lesson number two from hiking and for life is that the right pace makes all the difference. And we do need to recognize that both in hiking and in life. Lesson number three is don't jump down onto loose gravel. So we can read that, you know, when we're hiking in the mountain, but I would consider that not jumping in to something that's uncertain is good advice any day, whether you're hiking or not, right? So don't jump down onto loose gravel. We also need to remember in life and in hiking to save enough energy for the hike back. So some of us start out moving really fast, but then burn out our energy early. It's better to keep moving even slowly than to have to stop or turn back, right? Didn't we say in lesson number two that the right pace makes all the difference? We always need to remember that however far out we go, we still have to do the same to come back. So slow and steady really does win the race. Conversely though, we are only hiking out for half the trip. The other half is hiking home. This is a good reminder when up the hills was getting tough. For every tough up climb, there is a corresponding gentler down climb. Now this is something that really resonated in with me when I was hiking. In my own mind, it sounded like I was breathing loudly and heavily. And yeah, I was breathing heavily because we were at 7,000 feet and (laughs) everybody breathes a little heavier at 7,000 feet when they're hiking up a mountain. But here's the thing, our fellow hikers on the hike were only hearing their own breathing as well. I felt very self-conscious about how hard I was breathing and then I realized that my fellow hikers couldn't hear me over their own breathing. And the point is, in hiking and in life, for us to focus on improving ourselves and let the others focus on working on themselves as well. Another piece of wisdom for life and for hiking is to wear layers and pack enough, but pack light. My biggest hiking adventure was a half-day canyon hike. We started out at 9 a.m. at an altitude of 3,000 feet. The sun warmed the canyon. We climbed above 4,000 feet, and then a cold front rolled through. There were many layers shed and put back on. Hiking wisdom says plan for cold. If you want to pack enough, because you can always take layers off as you heat up, but no matter what you bring, you're stuck carrying it either on your body or in your backpack. So pack light. Pack enough, but pack light can be good advice for life too. Carry and have what you need, but not too much more. Other good tips from the trail are to hydrate, 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 and always bring a snack. And one thing that Kevin really, uh, one thing I really appreciated that he said was, Uh, that really great views require effort. My hiking guide, Kevin, reminded me of this as we gazed over the valley. If you want the really good views, also known as the tough and amazing outcomes, you have to be ready to work hard. See, wisdom for life and hiking. And then finally, recovery time is essential. Very often in hiking and in life, I forget to factor in recovery time. 
Hard work, either physical or mental, is good work, but it also uses our body's resources, and those resources need replenished. I hiked a lot on my trip, and by the third day, my legs reminded me that they needed to slow down a little and take a break if I wanted them to continue to operate in good form. So day four was a slower day, a recovery day, and then I got back to it on day five. The point is, if you want you and your body to operate well, factor downtime and rest into your busy schedule. So thank you for sticking to the end. Thanks for the opportunity for me to share my adventure and my love of hiking with you. If you'd like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line at Colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next week.